Hello friends, today I want to talk about something that came up recently when I was working with one of my clients. He wanted to have the perfect routine for the goal we just started working on. And this is when I told him about normalizing before optimizing. And today I want to share this concept with you in this podcast episode. And I will also share the rule that I came up with called the rule of 10. And I think it's going to be very helpful if you want to start a new activity, a new project. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Monthly Method Podcast. This is a show for solopreneurs, creators, and artists who have a burning desire to launch a project. This is for a project that is not urgent, but truly important. The one your best life depends on. Your host, Paulina B., is a certified scrum master. She brings a proven record of launching successful projects, both professional and personal. You will hear about tested techniques that lead to calm, consistency, and results. Stay tuned to turn your idea into reality one month at a time. Okay, what do I mean when I say normalize then optimize? Let's look at the normalize part of the equation. This is the process of making an activity feel normal. When you start something new and challenging, it is usually everything but normal. It can feel scary, uncomfortable, uncertain, difficult, unrealistic, risky, etc. Normal means you don't dedicate too many thoughts and emotions to doing an activity. It doesn't mean the activity is easy, but there is no drama around starting this activity. You've done it so many times, it's now a part of your daily, weekly, or monthly schedule. So how do you normalize an activity? There are six steps in the process. First, you set a goal. Then you make first few attempts then you unavoidably have to deal with your resistance. And I talked more about it on this podcast, in episodes, why you don't need another productivity app, and also how to create and follow your schedule. So step number three, you have to figure out how to deal with your resistance. Number four, you make more attempts. Number five, you put less effort every time you do it because it's slowly becoming normal. And number six, the activity becomes more or less effortless. Sometimes it takes one sprint to get to this point. Sometimes it takes two, three, or even four sprints to reach this point, but you get there. Normalizing is just getting your reps in, doing the thing numerous times, just making it a habit of sorts. Then we get to the optimization part of the equation. After you've normalized an activity, you can start tweaking things around. This is when you look for ways to improve performance, find the right apps, and optimize workflows. That's when you think about the parts you can automate or delegate. Why is it not a good idea to do it all at once? Because it's overwhelming. Because when you are dealing with resistance, you don't need another complexity of needing to automate things on top of that. So you already have a resistance of just doing the thing. And then if you start thinking about the fact that you need to optimize it, then it's just like too much. You can't comprehend this level of complexity. You don't need another excuse to say not today. You don't need another excuse to procrastinate. Plus, you can only optimize tasks 
once you've done them enough times so that you can see certain patterns. Patterns do not emerge from just one or two trials. You have to have a big enough number of attempts or trials to see trends and patterns and things that you can uh, optimize. Once you deal with your own resistance, you'll be able to look at the task objectively. In contrast, if you haven't dealt with the resistance, there will be so much drama. Your brain will tell you a story that this task is impossible, it's difficult, it's unrealistic, you'll never get it done. Your brain will feed you a bunch of BS that you don't really need. And optimization can be a great place to hide if done too early in the process. Instead of facing our resistance and doing the work, we don't feel like doing, the work that is hard for us, we choose to go on Google or YouTube with the excuse of doing research and optimizing the process or finding the right apps and watching reviews. But in reality, all we are doing is escaping the uncomfortable feeling that comes when faced with a difficult but important task. So basically, we know that we have to get something done. We sit down to do it. The resistance comes and then we're like, okay, let's optimize things. Let's run away from the resistance and then let's go on YouTube and watch reviews for the perfect app with an excuse of optimizing the process when we haven't even done the process. We have nothing to optimize. So my thoughts on this are, no, you don't need an app. No, you don't need to read another book. No, you don't need to watch another video on YouTube. You need to sit down, face the resistance and do the work. There is nothing else to find out there. There is nothing else to look for. You already have everything you need within you to do this work. So what do you do when you want to start something? My advice is get your reps in. Don't worry about the stats numbers, ratios. Don't worry about the perfect app. Don't worry about the perfect gear. Just focus on normalizing the activity first so it integrates into your life that you feel kind of weird if you don't do the activity. Do you want to start exercising daily? Forget about the calories burned. Forget about finding the perfect exercise program. Forget about working out for one hour straight every single day. Focus on doing something active every day. Sometimes you'll be tired and all you can do is just go for a walk. Go for that walk and count it as a success. Even if you burn less than 100 calories doing it, even if you didn't break a sweat, the goal for the first few sprints is to normalize a certain behavior. If the activity still feels weird, repeat this goal in your next sprint. Some activities take one sprint to normalize. Some activities take three sprints to normalize. For example, for me, I recently set the goal of waking up at 6 a.m. every day. And the first sprint I did it was last sprint, so back in April. And I finished the sprint and it still didn't feel like it was normal to me. I still didn't feel like waking up at 6 a.m. was normal. So I decided to do it again. So now it's May and it's still on my sprint goals to be waking up at 6 a.m. every day. Who knows if it's gonna be normal by the end of this 
this print. If it still doesn't feel normal, then I will do it again the next print because this habit is important. I think that's something that will impact my life in a very positive way. And I don't feel frustrated that it's taken that long. Some habits took me just three weeks to build and some are taking longer and that's okay because they're important. They are worth the time I invest in them. So don't feel bad if something is not a habit after the first three weeks. It's okay, repeat it. Let me introduce the rule of 10. This is the rule I came up with. I didn't find it on the internet or in the books. I personally came up with it. So I'm very proud and very excited to share it with you. I've applied it to different areas of my life. I've tested it and I love the results that I got. And now I want to share it with you. And it goes something like this. The rule of 10. When starting a new activity or project, commit to 10 attempts and don't analyze the results of this first 10 attempts. Okay, let me unpack this. First, let me share how I came up with the rule of 10. I realized that the reason I had quit a lot of projects or activities in the past was that I didn't see quick results. Back in the days, I was thinking something like, I've completed four workouts and I do not see any results. It means it's not effective. I should look for some other solution. That was my thinking. And I would quit this activity, spend weeks searching for another workout plan, try again, not see any immediate results, try again, and so it went. The same was with many other projects and hobbies I attempted to do. Another realization that I had was that I started too many new projects and activities. I'd make one or two attempts and lose interest. I had too many projects and goals on my plate, and I wasn't making much progress on most of them. And now let me tell you a story of the first time I tried the rule of 10. I always wanted to start a podcast and a blog. I've even attempted blogging a few times before, but I quickly quit it. In December 2020, I decided to launch my podcast. And if you scroll back to the earlier episodes, you will see that the first episode was published back in December. And so I decided to launch the podcast and the rule was that I had to commit to publishing 10 podcast episodes, even if no one listens, even if I don't feel like it. I had to ship 10 weekly episodes, no matter what. I could stop after 10 episodes, but not an episode sooner. I didn't allow the number of downloads to change this decision. And this was the rule. I had to publish 10 episodes, even if not a single person on this planet listened to it. This was the agreement I made with myself. At some point, I found that it was much easier not to check the stats page because it had no impact on my plan. I still had to publish those 10 episodes with or without subscribers. So what was the point of checking the stats if it doesn't have any impact on my actions? The only metric that I tracked during the first 10 episodes was releasing an episode on Monday at 
4.01 a.m. Eastern Time. Every week, I would go on my hosting platform. I will just look at the episodes and make sure that there is one for next Monday at 4.01 a.m. And if there is, I will count it as a success. I am currently at episode number 21, the one you're listening right now. And I guess this serves as proof that the rule of 10 works at cultivating consistency in your efforts. And now let's unpack it why the rule of 10 works. First of all, it serves as a filter. If the rule of the game is to commit to 10 attempts, you realize that you're not ready to do that for many tasks you wanted to start doing. Wanted to become a blogger? Are you ready to commit to publishing the first 10 posts without checking your stats page? Are you? Wanted to buy a new bike with the dream of getting into cycling? Are you ready to commit to 10 rides in the next three weeks? Ask yourself that. So when you change the question from do you want to do something, like insert an activity, to do you want to do an activity 10 times, the answer changes too. There are a lot fewer things you are ready to do 10 times. And those are the activities you are most serious about. Do them. Don't spread yourself too thin on the activities that you are not ready to do 10 times. They're not worth your time. Okay. And the second reason why the rule of 10 works is that it trains you to be consistent. When you commit to shipping your work 10 times, you build your consistency muscle. You start creating daily, weekly routines. You are making this activity a habit. And I'm not gonna lie, it is a great feeling to ship a final product into the world or complete something, even if you don't share it with the world. As Seth Godin will say, here, I've made this. It's a nice feeling to complete something, to have something finished. You are also forced to clean up your mindset. You have to deal with your resistance. And again, I highly recommend listening to the episode How to Follow Your Schedule because that's where I share how to deal with your resistance. And since the goal is to ship 10 items of your work, you have to find a way to overcome many limiting beliefs. There is no other way around. The good news is that your goal is not tied to the results. It's not tied to the performance stats. And in my experience, it eliminates most of the BS excuses of why it's not gonna work or why I'm not good enough to do it. If I'm not checking the results, who cares what other people think? Who cares if no one downloads my podcast episodes? Don't focus on getting a thousand subscribers. Focus on publishing 10 posts. Don't focus on getting thousand views. Focus on publishing 10 videos. Don't focus on losing 10 pounds. Focus on cooking 10 meals from scratch. And here's another reason why the rule of 10 works. Consistency creates first results. 10 units of shipped product or of an activity are the minimum amount required to see the first results. And I can guarantee you will see your first results after 10 units of shipped work, whatever it is. You will see your first subscribers. 
you will see your first comments. You will see your first weight loss results. And this first results create motivation to continue with the practice. Because by this point, you've dealt with your resistance, you overcome mental blocks, you've built some consistency and habits around this activity, and you've seen your first results. Now you can't help yourself but feel confident and proud of yourself. Plus, you got an additional boost of motivation from seeing your first results. Most people don't see the first results because they focus too much on seeing the first results. So this was the rule of 10. I really hope you will try it in your life. I'm telling you, it's life-changing when you focus on doing 10 first attempts without analyzing the results. Man, it works. Let me wrap this up. When setting a new goal for yourself, I recommend normalizing the behavior first before optimizing it. The best way to normalize the behavior is to use the rule of 10. Commit to shipping 10 units of work without analyzing performance results. This will allow you to overcome resistance, build consistency, and see the first results. If you want me to be your personal guide in navigating this journey, let's work together. Click on the link provided in the show notes to discover an agile-based productivity system that allows you to create a life you don't want to escape from. That's it for today. Have a great week, everyone. Please subscribe if you want to get a freshly baked episode delivered to you next Monday. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want to ask a question, leave a comment, or share something interesting, please use the link provided in the show notes. I look forward to hearing from you and answering your questions in the upcoming episodes.